So I would create my best work and I would still hear that it hadn't been enough or that it was lacking, right? Until I smartened up, right? Hence what you, what you shared. And I was like, no, I need to do different kinds of work with different kinds of people and charge different kinds of prices. Meryl Kriegsman is a business mentor and wealth muse who turns female entrepreneurs into wealthy, no BS taking divas in their own business. Just being in her Facebook group for a minute has the power to shift your entire identity and sense of self and remake you into the deserving high ticket magnet that you need to be. In fact, she applied her own teachings to herself and in just a few years, after starting out as a copywriter, she began making multiple six figures in her business. This is someone who went from nothing to magical wealth in what seems like a very short amount of time. And when I say she came from nothing, I do mean nothing. I decided in that moment that it was more loving to myself to clean toilets and do work and then in exchange just get a bunch of bills that I can take home and put towards groceries. In this episode, I asked Meryl to walk me through her story, from being a housekeeper to selling her services as a copywriter to inspiring thousands of women to love making money. And heads up, I have a particularly personal stake in this conversation since I met Merle during the first couple of months of my business and I did join her mastermind when she was just a copywriter trying to make it through just like you and just like me. And after seeing her skyrocket her wealth brand, I had some questions. We'll cover the exact steps she took in this episode. Now, we had to cut the interview down for the podcast, but I kept the full interview inside our uncut vault at theglobalphenomenon.com slash uncut, which you can access completely free. In the full version, you will hear about Merrill's decision to move to the other side of the world with her family to own a farm in Canada. You will also hear about her using her own copywriting skills to elevate herself as a brand. And I even ask her about what her current support team looks like. For this and more details, watch the full version for free at theglobalphenomenon.com slash uncut. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts while wondering what the heck is wrong with Ina's voice, I'm so sorry, guys. I have been sick for the past week. I completely lost my voice and now it's coming back. But I have this unrelenting dedication to bring this podcast to you at any cost and this is the cost of this one. I just sound like this. So if that uh, makes you feel really good about my work ethic, amazing. Please head over to the review section and leave us a five-star review and say something nice. It really helps support the show. And thanks. Here's my interview with the wealth muse herself, Meryl Kriegsman. Welcome to the Global Phenomenon, the podcast about online coaching, the inspiring new career path responsible for multiple self-made millionaires, opening the doors for experts and professionals like you and me to stop living paycheck to paycheck and design a rich and abundant life with one purpose, to help others. I'm your host, Ina Coveney, six-figure entrepreneur and business coach. Listen for lessons and strategies that will turn you into the next global phenomenon. Today's episode begins now. 
I am so excited to have Meryl Kriegsman on the show today. Meryl Kriegsman and I have a history going back four years and I have watched her bloom and explode. I don't know why I'm talking about you in the third person. I've watched you bloom and explode almost overnight and we need to talk about it. So Meryl, welcome to the Global Phenomenon. I'm so happy to see you. I'm so happy to be here. I, you know, I was just thinking like, this is a blast from the past. It's so, it's so lovely to just, you know, be with you and be in your presence. It's, it's been, it's been way too long. So I'm super happy to be here today. Definitely. So before we dive in, cause we have some things to talk about here. Why don't you tell everyone, what is it that you do right now and who you serve? Yeah. So Basically, bottom line is that I help people get lavishly paid to be themselves. Like that's that's my goal. Um, there is this interesting uh, phenomena, phenomenon, in, global phenomenon. We're talking about <laughs> phenomena on the global phenomenon podcast. Um, but there's this interesting uh, phenomenon where we tend to undervalue the, the work that comes to us most easily. And the work that comes to us most easily is usually our most valuable work. Right. So what we do is we take experts who, um, you know, they're really good at what they do and they have built a solid reputation, but also, right, there, there is sort of space for, for them to simplify their offers and to really hone in on like, what do I actually do the absolute best, right? It's like, nobody can do it like me. Uh, paired with sort of this whole idea of like what comes to me most easily and we help them monetize that into the million dollar level so very very exciting work and very very fulfilling yeah that is that is amazing and I'm, I'm gonna tell you I I can't wait to really dive into how you landed and chose this niche because uh, you have been doing an amazing job you have a Facebook group called rewilding wealth. And we're going to get to talk all about that. But before we do, I like to go back. I like to go back to before you were a global phenomenon, right? Like what life was like. And you have a very, very unique story that includes, that involves cleaning toilets, being an opera singer. So I want everybody to hear that from you. Before this whole online world happened, can you tell us what was happening back then? Yeah, for sure. Um, so I come from a family that has a lot of like artists and that's a very like, you know, artistic sort of atmosphere that I grew up with. And so I always joke like the way that some people are expected to become like a dentist or a lawyer, right? I was expected to become an artist. It was sort of like, yeah, of course you're going to go like study music. Like, you know, yes, that's what we do. So it's like very much the, the, the culture was in my, my family and how I was brought up. And so I studied singing, became an opera singer, and um, and I was really successful with it. I was really building a, a beautiful career. Um, at one point, I was I was winning competitions uh, like issued by the Vatican, and you know, with worldwide broadcasting, you know, it, it was all happening. But also, I wasn't getting paid, and and that started to hurt on the inside, especially considering that at one point I was very pregnant. So um, I decided in that moment that it was more loving to myself to clean toilets and 
do work and then in exchange just get a bunch of bills that I can take home and put towards groceries. Like I want to kind of fast forward, but without skipping it, I want to know what happened between. Yeah. So you're out there, you're pregnant, you're cleaning houses, um, still in Germany. At which, how do we go from there to when I met you? I met you in 2018 and you were a copywriter and I joined one of your copywriting masterminds. So without, oh. without skipping it, I want to know what happened yeah. in between. Yeah, yeah. So I gave birth and I finally sort of got my shit together. And um, within about eight weeks or so, I really started to work on a website and sort of, should I call myself at this or should I choose that? Or, right, I was sort of just getting the lay of the land of like what the, what my options were. I always knew I was really fantastic at inspiring people. You know, I was really fantastic at like helping people step into like their own greatness. And I didn't want to just hang up my shingle as another coach, you know, like that felt a little like, um, I don't know. So what I decided is that no matter what I was going to eventually do, basically spending a ton of time learning about marketing and launch strategies and offer creation and how to position them and copy and all those things were going to then really help me, right? Sort of like, that's a nice thing to have in your back pocket to just be able to whip up your own, right? Like to write your own email sequences and sales pages and craft really beautiful uh, sales messaging. So I decided to position myself as a copywriter, basically, right? pay me to study this shit for the next like couple of years. That's what I did. And, and the thing is, is that I, I was turned out where it's surprisingly brilliant at this whole thing called copywriting. Um, so within a very short period of time, I remember I, I started my business officially in, in the, in January, 2016, I got my first paying client uh, over like new years. So it was like, this is the thing that I, I really wanted to manifest. So it was like, I want to start this year and have like my first paying client. And then it happened like literally minutes before midnight, I got my first paying client, and, and, and then it just took off. It took off because I'm so good at it. And, and so within a couple of months, I was making, you know, really decent money going from like, you know, three grand a month to six grand a month to like eight grand a month, 12 grand. It just kept building. Um, because I also paired it with incredible practices around credibility and sort of like that whole positioning piece, right? So I would join Facebook groups and, and, and uh, provide value to the community members there. And um, within a very short period of time, I was um, sort of, you know, handpicked by people like Bushra Ajar and uh, Laura Belgray, Marie Forleos to sort of, you know, uh, also be, be in their community and, and, and support some of their people, be on some panels, um, giving feedback. And, and of course, you know, then there is a huge sort of authority transfer that happens uh, right in that moment. And so I had more, more clients than I knew what to do with basically. Um, and that changed also our whole trajectory for our family because that, that you know, meant that we could live wherever we wanted. And in, instead of moving to paradise, we moved to a place where we freeze our butts off for just for funsies for most of the year, you know. I want you to tell me 
where were you in your journey at that point? Uh, this is March 2018. Yeah. You've been in business for a couple of years. You've been making money. Um, where is your yeah. mindset? Where are your offers? Um, what was your plan at that time? Help us understand where you were when we met. So at that point, I had worked with a few clients and just realizing that copy was too much of a, a confining label for me at that point. I was working with people on entire launch strategies. I was working with them on offers. I was working on with them on mindset, on sales, on right, like all of like the positioning, all of those things. And, and just sort of like we're using words as, as the tool to make all these things happen, but to call it copy was sort of just like not doing it justice anymore. So I knew I wanted to transition to what I was actually really doing, which was helping people make a shit ton of money, right? It's just sort of like really grow their, their monthly uh, revenue, um, which is still what I do. I love like the, the miraculous sort of transformations where it's like, I was making this and now I'm making this, right? It's like my last year's income looks like pocket money. Wait, what happened? Like that's, that's my, one of my favorite things to do. Um, so I knew that about myself and I also knew that I wanted to first just test the waters of what it would be like to run a group. Right. So I decided I'm going to just host this copywriting mastermind. And then once I've done it a few times, I can sort of st start to lengthen it and start including some more of those components. And you know, too, that what we, what we did, what wasn't just copy, right. It was, it was sort of just like having conversations about positioning and messaging and niching and right. All of those things. And what are the things that we're saying and where are we saying them and to whom and right. So uh, just tons, tons of stuff around clarity and becoming really clear. Um, so that's what I did. It started out as a six week thing. And then the next time I ran, it was a 12 month thing. And then it became a five month thing. And then a six month thing these days, it's a, it's a 12 month thing, but also I'm very tempted to go back to six because there's about like some excitement and some sweet spottiness around that for me. So, um, so yeah, it's been, it's been evolving where my mindset was, was that, um, I wanted to get out of one-on-one -on -one work at that point, right. Sort of this whole treadmill of, um, creating assets, you know, this too, when you were right, designing websites, it's like you, you, you're, you're massively capping your income, right? Even at that point I was selling websites at like 25 grand, five pages, five simple pages, right? Bunch of strategy and the actual assets itself. And, um, it felt like there's, there's an, an easier say, or something that comes to me even more easily, right? This is that thing that I shared at the top of our interview. Um, what comes to us most easily, right? Is, is usually also what we, we struggle to recognize as our most valuable work. So we, we, we tend to not actually charge for it, let alone charge premium, right? So, um, so I, I had to sit down with myself where I was like, if I'm really honest, right? It's the conversations I've had with business owners around, do you realize that, you know, there is an opportunity for a high ticket program that your audience is actually waiting for that? Here's what I would suggest you call it. And here's what, how I suggest you package it and then making millions of dollars, right? That was my most valuable work. Not the fact that I created a really, you know, kick-ass sales page, although it was a really kick-ass sales page, but also, right, that was my million dollar idea, literally. Can I actually tell you, support what you're just saying? Because 
I clearly remember you, you would record um, inside our, our private Facebook group, you would record videos for us to, you know, somewhere for inspiration, somewhere just like you would just turn it on and be like, this is what's happening right now. And I clearly remember one where you yeah. were, you were, you looked stressed uh, because something had happened with a client. And I, if it's okay, I'm going to say just, yeah. just a few things of the things that I remember. Yeah, uh, it, for sure. yeah. yeah, it really, really hit me. This is why I was it's so present in my mind. You were saying that yeah. you had charged someone $3,000 for a, a launch sequence and that in your yeah. mind, energetically speaking, and this was my first time hearing about the difference between what you're charging and energetically what, what the number actually is. You said that energetically Same, yeah. speaking, is it was like 1750, right? But you charge 3000. So you actually put a lot of um, responsibility and weight on yourself to completely over deliver, to energetically match yeah. the delivery to those 3000. So you're here working your butt off and the client is not appreciating it. The client is coming back saying like, well, I was expecting more emails and you're like, what? <laughs> right. And I remember that story yeah. because your yeah. conclusion of that, right? It wasn't just to come here and bend. Like your conclusion was like, you guys need to be reviewing your packages and your offers every three months. And you know what? I want to yeah. stop writing these sequences. I want to do more VIP days. Maybe I should be doing more websites, but like I need to reconsider. Um, I don't know if you remember that situation at all, but I'd love it if you could add a little bit of context and color. What, what do you think your, your younger you was saying when she told us this story? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh my goodness. And, and I remember, I remember that spring because it was the first spring that we were in Canada and the first spring that I was a sole provider for our family with two very, very small kids in completely new country for me. Right. So the pressure was on, but you know, so that was, it was a very, very intense time. Right. And I was working with, and this is, this is one of the first thing we do with all of our clients, right? Usually it's not about what is included in a package. It is who is truly poised to have that transformation that you offer and what do they already need to have in place. And I hadn't, approached my own packages with enough discernment around that it's something that I, I learned a little bit later in my um my trajectory like how incredibly the the who is um so I was working with a lot of people who just didn't have a ton of experience working with copywriters and didn't have a ton of experience having successful launches and just wanting to amplify it was like here's my last like you know bunch of money create magic for me oh you rainmaker person right and it's it put so much stress on me. Um, and, and I, I always, you know, one of the first things I say to especially service providers, right. It's like, you have to be, I mean, coaches as well, but, you know, especially if you're going to create something that is supposed to create like a monetary result for people, the, 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 who you work with, right. Is, is, is the most important question. And so what happened was that it didn't matter how much I over-delivered and how, be how beautifully written the emails were, uh, they didn't have the, the, the launch strategic uh, things in place and the team in place to actually make that launch a success. So I would create my best work and I would still hear that it hadn't been enough or that it was lacking, 
right? Until I smartened up, right? Hence what you, what you shared. And I was like, no, I need to do different kinds of work with different kinds of people and charge different kinds of prices. Because also pricing, right, is, is an integral piece of positioning, right? It's not the only thing, but it is an important piece of the puzzle. So when I started charging much more premium prices, um, who I attracted was also truly poised to have the transformation. Yeah. I am so glad that you brought that up because um, I am the kind of person I'm sure a lot of people listening are who are self-proclaimed trying to recover people pleasers. And especially if we're providing, right, if we're providing services, uh, we, and I'm going to tell you something that is super real to me. Um, I bend over backwards for my clients and normally right with with the right client they are very appreciative they will go above and beyond to give you a testimonial to tell people about you and they'll totally appreciate that wow ina actually cares she went yeah. the extra mile for me and that makes me feel good right yeah. that, that's a great exchange yeah. energetic yeah. exchange yeah but there will be people that will not appreciate it there will be people that when you violate an invisible boundary that you never set they start to expect that that is the norm and why aren't you doing yes. more leading you yeah. burning out not feeling that energetic exchange of appreciation and leaving you thinking well is there something wrong with me as the service provider because i thought i was helping but the client is not happy what do i do um i would love to know yeah. what yeah. you would tell the people in that situation that may be experiencing that right now yeah so there's this thing called like what i call like an, an, an a high ticket almost like an upward cycle of of success of some kind right so you you need to practice deeper levels and deeper levels of discernment about who you work with right so if you're listening to this i would 100 percent just pause this take a moment to write 10 to 12 things down that this person already needs to have in place or needs to have in place right so things that maybe normally you would try and, and help them get into place. But if, if you were to, right, if, if we're going to create like this perfect picture of like what's possible, right, what ideally have they already done or do they already have in place or right from a mindset perspective or business size perspective or right, whatever it is already in place so that you can just sweep in and add that, that little bit of like magic dust and everything just transforms so easily. Right, so so easy, so much fun, so easy. They're so easy, like satisfied like through working with you. So what you get is that you work with a, a, a more poised for transformation client. Because of that, right, sort of like that cycle goes up. You have a deeply satisfied clients who's getting results. Because of that, you're getting more high quality referrals. Right, because of the the satisfaction of the client, there's also more testimonials that you get, like high quality, perfect testimonial to attract more people that you want. And so, and because of that, your credibility grows. You can charge more, attract even better clients, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So it's just like goes up and up and up. But there's also a shadow side to 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 almost like that goes downwards, where you're not working with the right people. 
So they're telling you, you did a shitty job, but really they were just not poised for transformation. They didn't have the things in place, right? So now you don't get referrals, you don't get testimonials, right? And you start as uh, struggling with self-worth in the sense of like, do I even know what the heck I'm doing, right? Like, like should I charge less? Um, so the, 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 the key thing is, is to always make sure that you're in that upward cycle, not the, the sort of like the shadow downward one, right? And, and if you can be in that space of truly claiming, right, this is who I want to work with in an ideal scenario, these are the things they already have in place, allowing yourself, giving yourself permission to truly dream, right? And draw a line in the sand saying like, this is, these are my people. And then gear your visibility strategy and everything, like where you show up and what you do and the kind of conversations you have and all of that, right? The kind of content you create geared towards that specific person, like that will be a phenomenal start for you to make sure that, that you're going upwards, not downwards. Plus, of course, also understanding and remembering who you are and what your gifts are, right? With the constellation of sort of, right, your unique lens and your experiences and your skill sets, to also truly own that the work that comes to you most easily, right, is your most valuable work. Um, and, and working with people who only need like one conversation with you or one sort of like couple of insights. And quite frankly, that's like worth the, 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 the five grand, the 30 grand, the 2,500 grand that they pay you, right? Yeah. I love it. Thank you so much for explaining that. That that really creates a visual for what everybody should be doing. So let's jump a little bit. After that, yeah. after that mastermind, you said, you know, you ran it, you know, a couple more times, but there was something that happened between 2018 and 2019 when you created the original, I forget the exact original name of the Facebook group, something like the Wealth Vortex. Do you remember the exact name of your Facebook group when it started? Yeah, uh, create your money, create your money vortex. Here's what I experienced as an audience member. I saw yeah. you go from this copywriter, right? And I know a ton of copywriters, right? They would only dream of making, you know, six figures per month, right? You've gotten there. Uh, and how you got there, to me, it was like an overnight change of message completely. I saw from yeah. 2018 to 2019, all of a sudden, I didn't see you as a copywriter anymore. I saw you as this, yeah. this wealth maven who is here to fix the wealth problems of the female population of the world, right? <laughs> and your branding was incredible. And I'm talking about your messaging inside the Facebook group. It became about having open conversations about money, open conversations about what is your goal? Like, tell me how much money and you better be a really thinking big figure. How much do Thanks. you really want to yeah. make? Right. I remember one post that I wish I could have found it because I would totally link to it. I remember one post sometime in the span of like 2020 where you were saying, okay, so now I have $500,000 in the bank. Right. And I'm like, what is happening? Yeah. Where, how did this happen? Yeah. Where did this come uh, from? Yeah. So I would yeah. love to know your perspective. That's me as an audience member watching in awe, right? You skyrocket through it. Yeah. Um, I want to hear from your perspective, 2018, 2019, 2020, 
you tell me the story yeah. of your change of messaging and how that helped your business. Yeah, yeah. So it was a, a truly claiming of, of my ultimate gifts, right? Which which is something that I just I love talking about because it's so ultimately it is it is, you know, where what everything flows from, right? Like all the goodness, all the blessings, all the overflow. So I I started to publicly claim what my gifts were, which is really around sort of like you come into my space, you will almost like automatically start making more money because I will just put those prompts out there and you will start seeing what's possible, right? Sort of like that, that deep excitement and, and sort of that shift in identity, quite frankly, right? That happens. Um, so I started to publicly claim my real true gifts, weaving that into messaging. I had a tagline at that point, uh, around become the Hermes bag of your industry and charge accordingly. It's just like, you know, fabulous luxury positioning, uh, uh, charging. Um, so that that worked really, really well. It was very timely. A lot of people were very hungry for that. I um, had always, like I shared, right? I always gotten clients via other people's communities. And at one point, I, I'm very much just like, and there's also these pictures of me with like a chainsaw and a and a um, an axe, which you might remember from from Facebook. Uh, there's they're they're all there. Um, but I'm very much like that girl with the axe, where it's just like, okay, whoosh, right? We're we're severing the ties to what was and what worked, and now I'm going to almost like force myself to create something brand new and different. So I I. I actually live streamed this to the people who were at that point in my program. I said, I'm going to go share my screen and I'm going to un unsubscribe from all these groups that I use to get all of my clients. And everybody was like, wait, what are you doing? What? Like, this is like your main lead generation. And I was like, no, nope, from now on, it's like everybody has to come to me, right? Like I have a group and you can join it. And, and, and that's where I'm going to pour all my magic into, um, right? Like the world, my community. And so I, I basically checkmated myself to create like this massive leap uh, by cutting myself off from my normal sort of like comfortable supply of, of you know, new, new faces in my community um, and absolutely loved it. I, I still love hosting the people in my Facebook community and people always write me and say, it's the best group ever. It's almost like I host like a, a membership in there. <laughs> like if you're in there, like there's so much content and nurturing and stuff like that. Like normally people would put that probably in a membership, um, but I can't be bothered because I, I like focusing on my more higher ticket offers. Um, so it's just sort of come to my Facebook group. You'll get a ton of, of incredible information. We have people just by hanging out there, get to like $30,000 a month, you know, and then they're like, yeah, I'll join your program. But instead of going from 10 to 30, now can you help me get to $100,000 a month, right? From, from 30, 35. So loved it, loved it, loved it. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. I mean, I'm in awe of what you've built. And this is uh, really incredible. I'm so, so happy and honored that you're here to tell us about this. So yes. let me, let me ask you one question. What do you think is the biggest misconception that people have of you as a successful businesswoman? Well, I, I have a lot of conversations about this with peers, but, um, 
I think that that what people forget is just like the the humanity right of of the leaders that we have in our space you know on the outside it always looks so incredibly shiny right it's like oh yeah she she just has her shit together or something and so what i'm really deeply committed to is to also share about the human experience right that you that you have when when you, your business grows really really quickly so i'm sort of known for also talking about like the dark side which sounds like like Star Wars or something going over to the dark side. No, but it's it's sort of like the can we talk about the real experience of of entrepreneurship, right? Instead of giving people sort of the sense of inadequacy, right? Oh, like Meryl has it figured out. Like she must know something that I don't know, or maybe she is something that I am not. Right. When really behind the scenes, every single person that I know, every leader that we, you know, so appreciate has that like deeply human, deeply flawed, like, you know, ex experience. So the big misconception that people have about me is that, first of all, that they think that I'm doing this on my own. It's like, hell no. Thank you so much for sharing that with us, because I know that is going to really resonate with everybody out there. I just have yeah. one more question for you. Yeah. If you, if everybody who's listening had to do what you're about to tell them to do, to grow in their business, to have a much more successful year, and they have to do it in the yeah. next 24 hours, what would that thing be? I would say that the most, um, most important thing that I do, that I have practices around is looking at my offers, right? every three months, like I decided mm -hmm. in 2018 and asking myself, am I actually excited about selling these things or, or do I need to right? is it time for a shift? Is it time for a transition? Because very often, right. We run into this thing where it's just not selling or it's just not selling anymore. Right. And then we're like, is there like a marketing problem or is there a sales problem or do I need to fix it with ads or do I, right? All of the things that we, we pull everything out of the box, right? Sort of like, let's just try all these different things when really we're not even excited about selling the thing in the first place, right? If we're really, really honest with ourselves. So if you can have like uh, what they call like a come to Jesus moment, right? About your, your offers and the truth about your level of excitement about those offers. That would be, that'd be really, really like a fantastic start. Yeah. All right. So that's what we're all going to do. Meryl Kriegsman, this has been an incredible pleasure for me. Please tell everyone where to go and follow you. If you have a freebie they can download, tell them right now. I will put it in the show notes. This has been an incredible yeah. pleasure. More, more people need to go and follow you and get their minds straight about their wealth. So where can they go do that? Well, I will make sure that we have the link to my Facebook community, which is really like the hub where we hang um, with the pretty link, which by the way, I have, I can, I can send it over to you. Also, I would love to give everyone a promo code to my daily podcast. So I have a daily podcast where I share five minutes, million, billion dollar nuggets about what I'm actually doing myself behind the scenes strategically mindset i'm just taking you basically into into my inner world around how i create one million after the next and and also right not just for myself but also for our clients um and you can just sort of you know nurture like nourish it's like nourishment daily nourishment that if you listen to it consistently 
your mind will just like rewire itself for wealth. It's called Wealth Whispers, and I'll make sure that you have the um, the promo code and and the link. Yes, sounds great, Meryl. I, I can't even tell you how grateful I am that um, uh, you were able to make the time to come and sit down with me because this has been an incredible conversation. I've been dying for this conversation for so long. So thank you so much for sharing all of this so generously with us. My pleasure, truly. Yeah, thank you for having me. Hey there, Ina here. After this interview, you may be wondering how you can also build some crazy wealth for yourself, just like Meryl did. And is it as simple as just raising your prices? Stay tuned for the next companion episode where I'll teach you the three steps to making sure that you have the right pricing strategy rather than just a blanket mandate to raise your prices. Intrigued? Hit the subscribe or follow button so that you don't miss it. And if you would like to listen to the full interview with all those details that only the super fans want to know, go to theglobalphenomenon.com slash uncut and get free VIP access to the full library of all the uncut interviews. And I'll see you on the next one. Thank you so much for listening. You know that part in this episode that made you go, oh my God, I need to write that down. I want to know what that was. So go over to Instagram and find me at your engagement coach and send me a DM. I want to hear it. And if your business bestie is missing out on all of these juicy strategies, make sure to take a screenshot of the episode and share it to your stories. Remember to tag me so that I can thank you personally for all your support. I'll see you on the next episode.